My name is Dan, and I'm trying. This is episode 16 for March 24th, 2019. So as always, we're going to start off this episode talking about our feedback. And yes, of course, as always, we have no feedback. If you'd like to leave me feedback, please do so at imtryingdan at gmail.com. That's I-M-T-R-Y-I-N-G-D-A-N at gmail.com or at Twitter at imtryingdan. Uh, either way, I'd be happy to hear if I suck, or if you like the show, uh, if there's anything in particular you think maybe I should try uh, and discuss here on the show, uh, anything at all like that, you know, give me some feedback and we'll, we'll talk about it, we'll discuss it. I may say, you're crazy, I'm not doing that, or that's not a bad idea, let me see if I can figure out a way. Or, I'm sorry you don't like the show. Or, hey, I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you listen. Either way, uh, just shoot me something. Even if you're just saying, I'm here. Hey, I know you're there. That's great to know. Okay, give me something. Come on, guys. 16 episodes, no feedback? That's kind of crazy. Anyways, um, tonight's show, we're going to talk about something I think I may have actually discussed in an early episode. I know I've talked about it at, at least as far as something that I was doing or in the process of doing or adding to, and that's home automation. So I know I talked about on a few episodes things that I was doing adding to my home automation. Tonight we're kind of going kind of gonna to go through everything in my home automation, um, from how I got into it, what started it for me, and why uh, I decided to go with the brand I went with and leading up to something that happened very recently and some great uh, advice I got on it. So uh, let's jump right into that. So for those of you that aren't aware, I, I like home automation. I do a lot of home automation in my house and uh, I use Insteon. So there's a lot of different ways to go with home, home automation nowadays. I'm not going to get into all of that. I mean, there's Brands that use certain hubs, that's what most of them do. Some of them nowadays are going away from hubs. Uh, There's a lot that are coming out. Uh, Tonight I was just talking with someone, they used something, they said it was a Shelly, I don't know, Shelly 01 or something like that they called it. Um, It was like a $12 light switch, they said. I mean, it's gone from very cheap end to very expensive end. You go however you want with it. Uh, most of them nowadays, you know, work on Wi-Fi. Some work on different kinds of Bluetooth. Some are proprietary. It's whatever you're looking for. Me personally, the way I started with it was, we have here in our house, we have a mudroom. You come in off the garage, you step into our mudroom. It's our laundry room. Um, off that laundry room, we have our basement door. We have a door to a, a bathroom, and then we have a pocket door that leads into the rest of the house, mainly the kitchen, but the rest of the house. So for us, one thing that was always happening and going on was my wife would go in and we'd have the pocket door shut and she'd open the pocket door to go in, do laundry, and the light switch was across the room by the door as you were going to walk out into the garage. So she'd walk over, flip the light on, and then the light would be on for hours on end throughout the night. And because she wasn't turning it off as she walked back out, and I mean, I didn't blame her. But so it just seemed kind of dumb. And I was like, you know, what if I could put in some kind of motion sensor 
So as she opened the pocket door, the light would just come on for her. And then, you know, a couple minutes after she walked out the door and there was no more sensing, no more motion, it would just shut itself off and save me some money, right? Um, I'm sure it's not saving me hundreds or anything like that, but I was like, that's that'd be something I'd be interested in doing. So I went ahead, I went out to the Lowe's and found a light switch, I think it's probably 20 to 30 bucks, I would say. Somewhere in that price range. I don't know the brand or anything anymore. I don't remember. This was a good six, seven years ago, if not more than that. It's probably more than that. And uh, I threw in the light switch, and it, and it works great for us. I mean, you step in that area, the light comes on. A few minutes after it doesn't detect anything, it goes off. Um, we do have a clothes rack that hangs real close to that switch, so sometimes, depending on the clothes, if it's really piled up on there, That'll block it from sensing motion and the light will just go out on you or it won't come on for you. So you have to kind of, you know, bat at the clothes and get them to move a little bit to flick the light on. But otherwise it works great. I mean, if you're coming up from the basement, as soon as you step up and you're at, you know, the level of the switch, it triggers the light. The light comes on. If you're coming in from outside, you're coming in through that door from the garage. As soon as you pass that threshold, the light comes on. Um... And then we don't ever have to worry about turning it off. It's, you know, I think it's set at two minutes. So two minutes after it doesn't sense motion anymore, it shuts itself off. So it was a great piece, and it still is. And I mean, really, you could just go and buy all these kinds of switches and save yourself some money throughout your whole house. Now, is it practical? Probably not to do something like that, just from the standpoint that you know, if you're sitting down watching TV or something, you're going to go motionless. So at that point, you know, lights are going to turn off and things like that. But uh, that was my first step in doing home automation. Now, that kind of got me started in thinking. And the next thing I really wanted to do then, especially with motion, was my hallway. Now, at this point, I could have very easily bought the same kind of switch that I purchased for our mudroom, put that in my hallway done deal however the more i thought about it and the more i got intrigued by it and thought well i'm going to probably end up expanding this to more than just the hallway um our hallway has a slight l shape to it it's not very big but just slight so basically like our room is around a corner in, in this little l shape so that doesn't do any good for stepping into the hallway especially at night um but the hallway switch is halfway down the hallway so you're always walking halfway down the hall, turning the light on for the hallway, go, doing whatever you have to do in one of the rooms or the bathroom. And then the whole time the light's on, and then you turn around, you walk back into the hallway and down towards the you know living area. Um, and then you flip the light off, but then you're still walking halfway down the hallway in the dark. So I was kind of like, there's got to be a better solution, a better way to do this. So I started thinking about do, going with a home automation system. Now, this was... Actually, before I think something like Smart Things had come out, that probably came out shortly after that. Um, there was a lot of Z-Wave, X10 stuff. Uh, I can't think of some of the other bigger companies at that time. Iris had just started, which is funny because Iris just announced that they're done here in, what, six days? Um, uh, that's through Lowe's. Uh, there was a couple other ones. I think Staples had their own system out. And I was contemplating that. And there were a few other ones like Alarm.com. That's one that was the home security, but also did a little bit of home automation. That one I was really interested in and looking into. Um, 
because I had a Windows phone. I was early adopter of the Windows phone. I love the Windows phone. I still think the Windows OS was a great OS on a phone. Um, I'm sad it didn't last and eventually had to move over to Android, but hey, I, I did like it and enjoy it for quite a while, but I was an early adopter of the Windows phone, so that had a lot to do with what, what I was going to use and go with because obviously you want to be able to run stuff from your phone. So I started looking and listening and reading and whatever I could, and one of the people that I listened to, uh, his podcast is Richard Gunther. He does a couple shows I listen to. Actually, he does Entertainment 2.0 on uh, Windows and Microsoft and things dealing with Microsoft mostly. Um, back in the day, it was more Windows Media Center, which I also ran, so that's how I kind of found him. And then from there, I found out about his other show called Home On. And Home On is a uh, show he does on his own. He does have a lot of guests and stuff like that, but it's all home automation. Talks about home automation. Well, he's a big Insteon user, and Insteon was one of the only, or one of the few, if not one of the only, companies that did work with Windows phones very early on. So that was a no-brainer. I was like, I'm listening to this guy all the time. He's always talking about things that he's doing, or he's always talking about Insteon and, and mentioning you know, what they're doing, even though they're not as big of a company or things like that and I know it's going to work with my phone so why not let's go with Insteon and they and they are one of the companies that you can buy starter kits fairly cheap not not too expensive um, most of their sensors or switches or things like that cost anywhere from 40 to 60 bucks but I'm going to tell you if you look at the right time which is what I did the last few years you can find them for 20 25 bucks. That's not bad at all. That's super cheap, actually. So what I did, I saved up some money, found a sale, and I purchased my first Insteon kit. And I believe the kit, I'm not 100% now. This was, like I said, probably at least five, if not six or seven years ago. The first kit I bought came with the hub. It had one lamp switch, dimmer switch, and had a light bulb I believe and that was the big thing for me and it also had I think a motion sensor now I bought it for the motion sensor and the light bulb mainly um, I thought what am I gonna do with the lamp switch but whatever I had those and then in addition I purchased the paddle light switch with the dimmer now my plan was okay to get the hallway figured out so I set it up sure enough I can do the corner of the hallway opposite of my bedroom but then also covers the whole hallway that's where I put the motion sensor I took out the regular toggle switch put in the paddle dimmer switch and I have it set up and it's and it still to this day it works great you step into that hallway from either direction from any point or any of the rooms the light comes on and as long as it senses uh, motion stays on as soon as it doesn't or er, sense motion 30 seconds, turn itself off. Hey, guess what? We just fixed the whole night light solution, right? That was my thought. Well, that works till you have kids. We'll get into that a little more. But, uh, so that was my first foray with Insteon. So I'm like, okay, well, I did that. I have this light bulb now, and I also have a lamp switch. What am I going to use these for? Well, in my family room, I have two lamps, a table lamp and a tall standing lamp of its own 
So I'm like, all right, well, let's hook it up to these. So that's exactly what I did. I put the light bulb in the table lamp and I hooked the tall standing lamp up to the dimmer module plug-in and I set them up, went in, started messing around. I was like, well, you know, we only use these at night. So it makes sense if I fix these to come on sunset. So that's what I did. I went in and sure enough, playing around with it more, I made a scene so that both of them turned on 10 minutes before sunset. Now that was key because sometimes the sunset, you know, based on whatever somebody thinks sunset is or what the time is based on the weather, you know, not the weather, but I don't know, whatever the agency is that determines the sunset. I don't even know who that is. Um, based on that, that sounds kind of dumb. I guess I should research that. But <laughs> whoever decides that, basically, sometimes it's it's pretty dark, especially if it's a cloudy day or something. It's kind of crazy. So I was like, all right, let's set this up so these turn on. I think it's 10 minutes. It might be 15. 10 to 15 minutes before sunset. So that's where I set them. Um, and then that was just a, a single scene. So for seven days a week, 10 to 15 minutes before sunset, my two lamps turned on. And we had light. And I, you know, I set them up. So, like, the one ramps up over 30 seconds. The other one kind of comes on a little faster. You know, whatever. It is what it is. Um, that was great. That was the only part of the scene. That's all the scene does. Then I could go in individually to those objects. Because the one table, it was kind of dumb to have them both on till a certain time. I was like, well, you know, usually 10 o'clock at night we're done doing whatever we're going to do. And we're just watching TV if we're out there. So, the table lamp turns off at 10 o'clock. And then the freestanding lamp stays on till midnight. And that's seven days a week, and it's been that way for years now, and it works great. No no complaints. Uh, there's been some modifications to it, and we'll talk about that shortly. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I've been pretty happy with it. Now, over the years, this has all expanded. And some things I purchased, I've spent money on and bought, you know, I bought the Switch for 50 bucks, Or I bought the plug-in for, you know... 40 bucks other things especially over the last two years i'd say usually around the fourth of july memorial day labor day you know christmas things like that smarthome.com that's where you get most of your instian stuff usually they uh they'll have sales and they'll put things you know they have sales all the time you know different things weekly i get emails constantly but during those times they'll usually have a pretty good sale and you know everything's 50 percent off or this Labor Day, everything's 50% off. And you can get some stuff for 20 30 bucks. So that's what I've been doing. Basically, I'm going to run through everything I got home automated, talk about what it's set up to. So right now, in addition to those two family room lights, I added another plug-in module for the tall standing lamp we have in our living room. And that's also set to come out at the same time for sunset, uh, 10, to 10 to 15 minutes prior. Then after that comes on, that goes off every night at 9 o'clock. Because it's really in the living room just more of your security feature to show things are coming on and going off. But at the same time, you know, the only people who's in the living room is maybe the kids are in there playing with toys or something like that. And they're in bed by 9 o'clock. Or hopefully they're about to be in bed by 9 o'clock. So that's why the light goes out at 9. Um, we're hardly ever in there after 9. Um, then... I've also now since added a, uh, the dimmer switch wall paddle one as I'm talking about to my kitchen. I have a motion sensor in there as well. 
so that as you walk into the kitchen, the light comes on. Now, this one I'm having some trouble with. I haven't figured out the right solution yet. Um, I like it the way it works now is that it senses motion, it comes on, and then I have it set where once it no longer senses motion, after like 20 minutes, it turns itself off. However, what I'm noticing is having it set like that for, for whatever reason, being the 20 minutes, it then will not sense itself to turn back on. If somebody then, like, after it turns off, five minutes later walks into that room, it will not sense to turn itself back on. It waits 20 minutes before it resets itself. So I'm going to have to play with that some. I think I set it to 20 because my wife was complaining because it was constantly going off. Um, so I think I'm going to turn around and have to play with it more, maybe down that to five minutes. Maybe five minutes works better. I don't know. I think I think my wife's used to it now at this point that I could probably change it like that and she'd be okay with it. Um, our bathroom. So I talked earlier about I cured originally with the hallway. I cured the nightlight syndrome. Well, yes and no. No, because as you get older and you have kids, you want that bathroom light on for the kids. You want them to be able to go in, go to the bathroom at night. And uh, the light's already on, so they know where they're going. They know, you know, they're directed to the light, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Um, not to get morbid. So what I did in the last year was I put a switch in my bathroom, another paddle dimmer switch, and using Stringify, which we haven't really been talk about at all, but there's a couple third-party programs that'll work with all most of these uh, home automation as well, so you can tie them together. Uh, one I'm sure everybody's heard of is IFTTT, if this then that. Um, I I use that for a while and it works pretty good. Uh, however, I prefer Stringify. Stringify's they're they're getting better. That's all I can say is they're getting better. Um, they've been around a couple years now on Android, but they do more of if this then that, then this then that. I mean you can really string it out. Uh, hence the name Stringify. But using Stringify, I have it set so after 9 o'clock at night, if the hallway motion sensor gets sensed for the hallway, that'll also trigger the bathroom light, turn the bathroom light on. And that light will come on and stay on for, I think it's, I think it's a half hour. It might be 20 minutes, but it's any 20 minutes to a half hour. And this only happens between uh, 9 p.m. at night and I think it's 6 a.m. in the morning. So I have that set up. That's been working great. Um, I have since put a sensor in the door leading from our basement down into our basement. We have a door that you know connects uh, the mudroom to the basement so that you can open and close. Well, for example, right now I'm down in my basement office. Uh, I have a couple can lights down here. Our basement is finished. I have a couple can lights down here and. Uh, this room is actually a, like a bedroom, so it's kind of like a fourth bedroom to our house. Our house isn't very big. It's a ranch. It's like 1,200 square feet, maybe 13. And uh, so it has a finished basement. You know, it's outdated, but whatever. It's still finished basement. I'm happy. And it had this room as like a bedroom. And when we came and saw it, they had a bed in the corner. And it was weird because I was like, well, you got a light switch and a light right over the bed. Well, what it was is kind of like a reading light. But it's a full can light. So what I did was I put in a paddle switch there. Um, this one is not dimmable. It's just a regular on-off paddle switch. I put a sensor in the door. Uh, it's one of those hidden sensors. 
And that way, every time the door opens, not only does it send a push notification to my phone, but it takes this light, using Stringify, and turns it on, turns it off, turns it on, turns it off. If it's already on, it turns it off, turns it on, turns it off, turns it on. So whatever state it's in, it will end in that state. Um, and that way, it's kind of a warning to me to let me know somebody's coming down into the basement. Because I don't know how many times I sat down here in my office, and the next thing I know, i got a kid standing there, or my wife standing there. and It's kind of freaky. <laughs> so kind of an early warning to myself. My master bedroom, I have a dimmer paddle switch in there. Um, that's become more laziness than anything. Uh, I have that. We have a Amazon Echo Dot in there. I'm not going to say the activation word. But um, we have that in there. And so at night, a lot of times, me and my wife will go to bed and one of us will forget to turn the light out. So we just lean over. We say the, the A word. And uh, turn off the bedroom lights. And sure enough, you know, the lights go out. Um, I have a routine set up using the Echo Dot where I can sit there and say, good night, you know, the activation word and good night. And it'll go through. And any lights that are on in the house that are using the Insteon devices, it'll turn them off automatically. It turns my Nest thermostat down for me automatically. And it plays music then off over the Echo for like 15 minutes. So that's a nice little setup I have going there. Um, Christmas lights. So they had a deal on their outdoor sensor a few years ago. Now, sure, anything I'm about to tell you, I, I, I did in the past. I had a outdoor timer. Uh, what do you call it? Like power strip. So it was a power strip on a timer. And I had it set for, you know, you set it for like 4.30 every day. And then go off at 10.30 at night or whatever. So your lights are going off at 10.30 at night. And you just said that, you leave it, and it runs the whole winter or Christmas season, whatever, holiday season, whatever. And it takes care of your holiday lights. That's great. But, you know, as I'm getting into this stuff, I want to I make, it, make it a little different. So, again, have an outdoor switch. Uh, it's an outdoor plug, basically. And then you just take your, your power strip, plug it into that, and hey, what do you know? I'm going to add this to that scene for turn on at sunset. So now my lights are getting full advantage. You turn on at sunset, and then I turn around, turn off at 10.30 at night. And it sure does a great job. I also got an extra plug-in that I use just for the Christmas lights. Now I know, or the Christmas tree, I should say. Now I know, you think that's a waste. I paid 20 bucks for this thing. I think, well, maybe 25 So I paid 25 bucks for this. I've used it two years now. And you know it's nice when you're sitting there and... You know, maybe it's Christmas Day, or maybe it's just the weekend, but you want those Christmas tree lights on. But you know what? I'm not going to walk across the house to turn them on. I could see them from my family room, but they're in the living room. So I'm just going to say, hey, uh, hey, A-word, <laughs> turn on the Christmas tree lights. And phew, there goes my Christmas tree lights. That's It's nice. And of course, that's set up with a scene, too, where it turns off every night. I think I think those are set to turn off at 11 p.m. Maybe it's midnight, but whatever. Either way, I have a scene set for that. Water sensors. Now, this was one that I've already made my money on. I think I think that original kit, yeah, it was the original kit that I bought. came with a water sensor also. So, like I said, in the basement, we have a finished basement. We have a half bath down here. Well, 
my alarm system has a water sensor. So I have that in my furnace room where my hot water heater is, where we have a little drain. That way the drain backs up, you know, kicks off through the alarm system um, or the hot water heater goes and it drains water for whatever reason, you know, gets a hole in it. Hey, the alarm system is going to pick that up. So what am I going to do with this extra water sensor? I could put it under one of the sinks. Well, I'm sure all my sinks probably had a leak or something. Um, you could put it near a toilet. They show that. I'm like, well, those things sweat in the summer usually. So I was like, you know, I'm going to put it in my basement in the other bathroom. That way if there's ever an issue there, you know, I'll know. And I'm going to put it right where you walk in on the wall because I know that's where my tub, the main shower is right above it and we did have a leak once when we lived here maybe i don't know i think six months or something like that so i'm gonna put one there in case something ever happens well once you know it last year uh one morning i'm going i'm getting on my way to work i'm in my commute to work i look at my phone and all of a sudden i had like 30 emails i'm like what the heck open it up and look sure enough i got all these emails from instian saying you got a water leak you got a water leak you got a water leak i'm like what the heck so i call my wife i'm like hey she was like oh i was just about to get in the shower I'm like no before you do that you need to go in the basement and check and sure enough she came down and what had happened is we had a leak on the pipes from our shower that when i took a shower earlier that day leaked all over in our basement if she'd have gone taking a shower we would have had tons more damage but in this case the damage was minimal we were able to get somebody out that day to fix it we were able to clean up everything um so you know sweep and vacuum get some dampness in there you know i hadn't been in the basement in a few days luckily this may have just started they said maybe like the day or two before and then actually blew with when i was taking a shower so luckily we didn't have as much damage as what we could have had, but that was a lifesaver. Since then, I'll tell you what, my wife agreed to it. As soon as they had a deal on water sensors, I now have one under my kitchen sink, my deep sink by the washer and dryer. I added another into the furnace room by the other water sensor. Um, and then, of course, I have the one here. So I have a lot of water sensors now. Um, works great. So that pretty much covers just about everything. I do have uh, an extra motion sensor now because I upgraded the one in the hallway. So I have the older version one. I haven't quite decided if I'm going to use that on anything yet or if I could even. I'm not even, I haven't figured out where it'd be the best spot. So that's just kind of sitting around. Um, I don't have too much more I really want to buy. I will say that recently the, the bulb for the lamp seem to have gone out i think it did go out i haven't really played with it more since um, i was looking to get something that had some rgb lights in it so i replaced it with a lifex bulb um, because of stringify and the amazon echo i was able to tie that into scenes still and you know work it so that it still comes on at sunset and turns off at 10 o'clock at night but now i have the ability like if the kids want to have like a little dance party or whatever in the family room i turned the light on so that it changes colors and bounces with the music and they get a kick out of it um someday down the road i'm hoping you know i can set it up to use it so like if we do get a water leak uh it'll turn blue and come on blue for us or i don't know there, there's just different things you can do with the colors of it so i haven't got into all that yet but i'm hoping that someday i can get that set up and it works 
uh, having this thermostat I already mentioned that's that ties into a lot of the home automation stuff um, as far as scenes or commands that I can set up and use and have it turned on you know certain ways um, I do use that with the the stringify so that when my phone is in like a half mile of our house it automatically triggers and sets the temperature to where I like it compared to where I have it you know for the kids and wife when they're home um, and then I have uh, alarm system very popular one you see on TV a lot lately um, it's very cheap you buy everything up front hook it up yourself there's no wires that should give you a, a pretty good idea of what it is and that ties together with this, the the nest thermostat so if we set to away it automatically turns the thermostat down so that's kind of nice so there's some automation there as well but uh, basically let's get into what happened now this is this is a long I'm trying normally I try to keep it about 20 25 minutes I'm almost at a half hour so we're, I'm going to try to get this done in the next 10 minutes, so we're under 40 minutes, so bear with me. But uh, here's what happened. So we were gone for a weekend. This is about three weeks ago. Came home after the weekend being gone, and it was a Sunday, and I noticed we were getting home later on Sunday night, and I'm like, how come our lights aren't on? It's it's after sunset. The lights should be on. And they weren't on, so I come in the house. I'm turning the lights on. I go over. I look at the hub. There's no lights on my hub. I'm like, oh man. Now I had upgraded my hub three years ago. And I did that because when I bought the first kit, I had the original hub with that kit. And then as these Amazon Echo devices came out, you had to get the second hub, the second generation hub to get that to work together. So I saved up some money when it was on sale for half price. I think I ended up looking, I look back at it, it was like 40, 45 bucks versus the normal 80 that it is. And uh, I purchased second generation of this hub. Had it for three years, never had really any big issues or anything. It's nice, this one they update on their own, so I didn't have to go download the updates to it or anything. Everything was working great, but I had no lights on it. So to me, it looked dead. So I did the normal thing you'd do. I pulled it out, unplugged it, let it sit for a little bit, plugged it back in, didn't notice anything. I'm like, this thing's dead. So I put it on the counter, told my wife, I'm like, well, we're going to have to wait until we can save up and afford to buy a new one. And, you know, they're 80 bucks, unless I can find it on sale. She's like, okay. My wife sometimes likes home automation. Other times, you spend so much money on that. Nah, 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 that's all I hear. Well, it's kind of funny because over the next few days, she's like, well, I can't do this because, you know, it doesn't work. And I can't do this because it doesn't work. And I was like, oh, you miss having those things, huh? And she wouldn't ever say yes, but she, you could tell she did. So, anyways... It's sitting there. We're going a couple days. Uh, I finally get a chance to look. I actually did find one. I think it was. I think it was Amazon. It was on sale for fifty bucks or something like that. So I was thinking, well, that's not too bad. Maybe I'll buy it. I'll talk with the wife, and I'm like, well, let's sit on another couple days and think about this. Because I'm like, this is the point now where I'm, I'm deep into this stuff. I have a lot of things purchased for it, but I wonder, is there anything else out there that I could use? with all my Instian stuff but just go with another product because this is kind of ticking me off now well i'm sitting there and all of a sudden i'm looking at twitter and who do i follow on twitter but richard gunther from home on I'm like you know what if anybody knows about this i'm gonna ask richard so i sent him a dm and props to richard within five minutes the guy's messaging me back not only does he give me a link to an Instion forum 
that tells you exactly how to notify them of a bad hub or that your hub died. But he also was telling me that, you know, basically you can contact them and you send them an email at the address that's listed in this forum. And he sent me all that info and they will more than likely, even though it's out of warranty, either repair your hub or send you a brand new hub. And he did warn me because the only, you know, the only thing is if you get the brand new hub, you may have to reset everything, all your devices and all that stuff. I was like, well, that's not too bad, but if I'm if I'm gonna get it for free, I'm, I'd rather get the new hub than just get mine repaired. And I had asked him in the original question, you know, we haven't heard from Insta in a while. They don't sell their light bulbs anymore that I can find, um, unless it's like some kind of deal. You could tell somebody's had for a while or something. So you know, should I consider going another direction? And he kind of was like, no. And he's like, matter of fact, they are coming out with a new hub this fall. So he goes, if it comes down, you have to pay money for something. He goes, you may want to wait. Till the fall if you can and then just pay your money then to get the new hub and i was like okay you know so i thanked him i appreciate it and like i said we had a good five ten minute you know little chat conversation going on so props to richard richard thank you um i've already since contacted him if you are having this issue the email address you write to it's hubfix so h-u-b-f-i-x at insteon.com you got to send them some information. Basically, the best thing to do is take a picture of the bottom of your hub, and I think you have to send that to them anyhow. Um, that tells them the version of the hub, the serial number of the hub, and some other information as well, I think. Um, you send them that info. Tell them, you know, in my case, I told them, I said, my hub's dead. Now, what I did find out during this time was if I plugged my hub back in, it came on and it worked. It, it would take like 30 seconds, but all of a sudden it would come on. It would start working again. But within an hour or two, it shut itself back off. So I did that a couple times and then finally it just did die. It would never, I could never get it to come back on. So I sent an email to the hubfix at insteon.com. The crew from Insteon contacted me. It was within 24 hours. I'm pretty, pretty sure. And they're like, okay, that's fine. We understand. We're going to, we're going to fix it. They said, we'd like to send you a replacement. I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. I'll take the replacement. Um, what do all do I have to do once I get it to re-register everything? And they said, no, you don't have to do that. As a matter of fact, just send us the email address that you sign into your hub with, and we'll take care of it. When you get your hub, it will be pre-programmed with all your data and information. So it was pretty awesome. Um, it took like two business days. It may have actually been three. I don't remember how it worked with the weekend in there. I got a hub, put it in, plugged it in. Everything pretty much worked. I think I only had a couple scenes I had to alter or fix or make sure we're working again. I think the water sensors was the big one. I had to go around and just hit the button once on all the water sensors so they'd communicate. And that it knew, hey, we're here. And then it said, oh, okay, we know what's going on and good to go. And I'm back up and running. So they said, just throw away the old one. We don't want it back. And uh, so that was some awesome customer service. So... Instian, great customer service. Thank you so much. Uh, and again, Richard Gunther of Home On and Entertainment 2.0. Those are both found at the digimediazone.com. Um, thank you so much. That, that was great. And and here's the here's the other awesome thing with Richard. After all this was done, I sent him a message again and said, Hey, you helped me out on this. I appreciate it. You know, it's been I think a week and a half or two weeks since we last chatted. And I just wanted to let you know, everything was fixed. Everything worked just like you said it would. 
And as a matter of fact, FYI, you know, when you do get a hub replacement, you don't have to re-register everything or reconfigure everything. They already automatically are taking care of that now as well. That guy, again, is easily within a half an hour, reached back to me and said, hey, I'm glad it worked. I'm glad to hear it. You know, you're welcome. This dude now, his podcasts have way more followers and listeners than I do. Okay? Um he's on multiple he's a guest on multiple other home automation shows uh or entertainment podcasts so this guy isn't just some joe schmo and so that he's reaching back to his listeners and followers that quickly that says something for this guy as well so i'm I'm big props to richard gunther again if you're looking for a good home automation podcast home on I, i highly recommend it i listen to it all the time if you're big into, you know, Microsoft things, things of Microsoft, Xbox, uh, I don't know. They do a lot of Plex news, too, now, but um, mostly Microsoft stuff. They still try to stick with that. Uh, Entertainment 2.0, again, Richard is is one of the two hosts on that show as well. So, But big thanks to Richard Gunther. Um, big thanks to Insteon. And uh, that's where we're at with the home automation. So this week, we were talking about what I was trying I was trying my home automation, getting it fixed, and uh, thanks for listening. And if you want to hit me up with some feedback, it's imtryingdan at gmail.com or imtryingdan at Twitter. Don't forget my other podcast, The PTR Show with Brian. That's two of us sitting there talking about what shows we've watched. We review them, and you hopefully listening. So go check us out. That's The PTR Show. And until next time... Intro and outro music for the I'm Trying podcast created by Scott Kulik. RSS feed for the podcast found at imtryingdan.podbean.com. I'm Dan Harris. I'm trying. Are you? <laughs>